0: Hey, gals, guys, and otherwise, it is Jonathan O. Roselion. And I'm Polyphonic, also known as Noah, and you're listening to Horns and Wings, the podcast where we read through Saga, the greatest comic ever written, one issue at a time.
1: See, I I, I botched you on that one because I said it's Jonathan O. (laughs) Roselion. Oh, You know what, you gotta keep up with me, dude
0: I I can't (laughs) You really, you're just, your pace is too fast You're, you're uh, It's like Superman trying to
1: keep up with the Flash (laughs) Is he gonna say it? Is he gonna say I'm? That's the kind of thing that keep people coming back every week Hey, we're talking about issue number three The one where people get chased By scary alien warthogs Which I call a Tuesday (laughs) I'm a badass Let's do it
0: I think I think before we even dive into this issue, I really (laughs) like saying dive in. It's going to become a problem real fast. It's Um, so
1: it's so satisfying. I
0: know. So before we dive into this issue, uh, I want to just talk about the cover because this is one of my favorite saga covers. I actually because my sister is awesome, um, have this signed by Fiona Staples. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Uh, And it is just. It's just such a beautiful, beautiful cover. It gets so much of what what Isabel is about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and and it's just like the colors are incredible. The spooky eyes behind. It's one of these things where if you hadn't read it, you'd be like, oh, what's going on here? But if you have read it, you've got a different meaning put to it. Like it's I don't know. I just love the cover art. And I think we need to make a habit of. Pausing to appreciate the covers a bit more.
1: Oh my gosh! You know what? I'm I'm probably going to do something with the covers for specific video thumbnails uh, going forward, especially since I love the uh, the primary. This is this is a rare exception, but it's usually a very strong, uh, solid color as a background uh, for the covers, and this one is much more uh, atmospheric, but still pretty, just solid black too. And and the red really just punches
0: you right in the jaw too
1: yes and also i love that it's like issue three of this sci-fi space thing and uh and it's like okay and here's a ghost wearing a t-shirt Right. <laughs> yeah. so the people who aren't reading this and are just seeing the the covers are just like what the fuck yeah is all of this oh i love it so
0: then we turn the cover mm-hmm. uh, or in, in my case i have a big like collected all one of the big hardcover it's collections one so rag after the other from me today <laughs> isn't it just just showing how much i'm trying to i'm trying to flex on how much i love saga
1: i'm here with my ten dollar peasants paperback and you're over here fun, with your
0: fun fact i had a dream the other day where i was on a game show and i won a funko pop of the will <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, I'm I'm still jealous of that.
0: And I was like, I don't I don't love I don't love Funko Pops. I mean they're all right, but but if I'm gonna win a prize on a game show and, and it's saga related, I'm gonna be happy.
1: Well I'm glad that the subliminal messages I've been putting into this podcast are, are working their <laughs> magic already on you. <laughs> all uh, right. So what's our what's our crazy what's our crazy classic opening splash saga splash for issue number three?
0: So we've got Alana with a Mm -hmm. dying and or dead husband behind her, probably Mm -hmm. dying Um, and a bunch of glowy children circled apprehensively around her. And there's this great kind of irony of like Alana looking terrified and saying, please don't kill me. Please don't orphan my baby, my my girl. Mm -hmm. And then the children also kind of looking terrified.
1: Mm hmm. (laughs)
0: Um, and and then we have the the trademarked Hazel uh, narration. My mom once said, "The hardest part of parenting is knowing when to ask for help."
1: Yes, which that voiceover quickly leads into uh, something that I really appreciate about this series, uh, which is it, it it organically brings up the phrase. Uh, it takes a it takes a, a galaxy. to to raise a child which if personally if i had come up with that that would have been the fucking subtitle on the front of the comic (laughs) and i would have just been like look at this brilliant thing (laughs) that i'm going to ham-fistedly throw at you constantly it takes a galaxy uh but here it's just like it 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 organically works it it in
0: jonathan loves that so much that it was one of his (laughs) recommended names for our
1: podcast we gotta go through those (laughs) shitty names sometimes (laughs) because we had so much trouble naming this stupid podcast uh,
0: the other the other great the the best the best part of that is that jonathan came up with wings and horns and hated it (laughs) but never thought of horns and wings (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know we're not all operating on your level, no <laughs> Which you know what I will say, I will say my my backup favorite was uh was the will and lying cast. And I think that's still a stone cold classic. When I start my spin-off after our gruesome and and really depressing breakup, uh, then I'm going to I'm going to make that bank with the will and Lion cast. If
0: if we break up it's only going to be cuz you're doing too much fade away. Eh?
1: <laughs> 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 uh, references uh, that hopefully no other people don't get yet. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> I thought for a second, I thought you were talking about like my videos, and I was like, I only do hard cuts. What are you talking about? (laughs) Got those those moving transitions. Um, so, so, so the it so it turns out, turns out these ghosts are nice. Well, one of them, especially, uh, the horrors, so called horrors. Is
0: that seriously what you call indigenous people, Jonathan? I'm sorry, (laughs) uh. I, I love that line, the, the, the yeah. sass of Isabel. And I just the whole this whole <laughs> discussion with her and the T-shirts, it's just this like s- smash juxtaposition of like this really cool, crazy, uh, like fantasy concept, which you kind of like you learn uh, with the like, again, really, really well done exposition. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, these are spiritual defenders of Cleve. But then it's smashed with like the attitude of a teenager doing air (laughs) quotes and like, oh, we're spiritual defenders of Cleave (laughs) and it sucks ass.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, that's the the, so the the background behind the horrors is it's just children killed in the war uh, that that their ghosts stick around for magical reasons to defend the planet but they're also just kids and they don't especially want to do that but that's that's what they're here that's what they're stuck here doing anyway uh and so the one the one that isn't isn't afraid of marco and alana uh isabel the one on the cover uh is says the best the 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 best the best uh is 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 gonna try to help i i think i think the other thing too
0: is i think on on the next page there's just a beautiful beautiful where uh um like as isabel's kind of trying to talk to her friends into this uh alana is kneeling over marco and there's no mm-hmm. background there like it uh-huh. just looks like she's it looks like they're entirely in isolation. And I think that's a good a good way of showing how important yeah. he is to her, how in this moment he's her entire world.
1: Yeah. That's always a tricky thing. You know what that that's because uh, Uh, artists can only draw so many backgrounds that's something that will take up a lot of time as a comic book artist and you got to crank out one of these a month so you'll notice a lot like you know with that bottom left corner uh panel that it's just like a dark blue and that's something that yeah artists do a lot but we are spoiled with saga because virtually every other panel has these rendered backgrounds and it is and so when we do drop the background uh it is always for uh drawing attention and uh not distracting from what's happening and it's always for very specific reasons instead of just laziness because lord knows that fiona staples is like the least lazy artist (laughs) to have ever lived uh so yeah that is that is such a that is such a cool sort of iconic little panel there that I love
0: and and there's another thing in the next panel that I think do you remember all the way back to last week when we were talking about the previous issue
1: Jonathan oh my gosh bear hold on let me (laughs) let me put on my my remembering cap here uh you know what yeah yeah now now that you say it it feels just like 10 minutes ago go ahead so
0: so so last week Mm -hmm. oh There was there was a point where uh, the stock said that Marco used to be a vicious son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And one of these ghost children says he looks like the ones who burned our village. That mind mm-hmm. sticks out to me because it could go either way. It could just be horned people, moon folk. I guess they're not moon folk. Moon folk is a magic. The gathering thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout
0: out to well, Tamio. Don't worry. Um, the
1: lawsuit is
0: already filed against <laughs> us. But but yeah, the uh, the moon, the moon people, the mm-hmm. the horns um, have evidently done some kind of war crimey stuff here as evidenced by the ghosts of the fucking dead children. Yeah. But I that line, I just I just find it so interesting because it makes me wonder, like, is it just he looks like that because they all had horns or is it like he specifically looks like one of the ones that did that
1: yeah and uh yeah so it does you know what actually that's that's something that we'll get into uh with prince robot storyline here which as i was thinking about it that's something that like because you're following the the bad guy who's going after the good guys and you already know where the good guys are and so like him trying to figure out where they are isn't as intriguing because we already know that but the fact that they're intentionally keeping marco's uh history and like even their meeting and stuff like that uh a mystery right now then i think that adds so much to prince robot's uh part of the story here which we will get into in the next scene where we're kind of uncovering this mystery with him uh and again there's that very it is it is instead of that exposition dump it is creating a mystery which i i absolutely love
0: i i agree vehemently <laughs> aggressively so, yeah. even
1: uh the only other thing that happens in this scene is uh is that isabel says that uh she'll be able to possibly help oh marco needs snow yeah that's
0: that's an important thing another yeah another like weird spell ingredient yeah which again snow.
1: is purely convenient for the plot uh <laughs> and uh so we need to find a snow and Isabel can help but she wants to leave the planet uh, and she can do that by bonding to the soul of a native of the planet and of course there happens to be to be a baby that was just born on this planet. so we have we have our quest we have established our quest going forward is get Marcos uh, some snow and and possibly bind Isabel to to a baby and have a new best friend who knows and then
0: we get more hazel voiceover Mm -hmm. which again brings us to our our page turn
1: yes uh this this new scene i love it to death it is so cool uh so it's pretty much prince robot is now at the facility where uh where Alana was a guard and Marco was a prisoner and he's, he's trying to figure out what happened here. And he's interviewing uh, a prisoner who, who might have the skinny. Oh, and this is, this is pandering to you. Uh, he, instead of having a photo to show like, yes. what the guard look like. I,
0: I have he, this in my notes. <laughs> I love, I love that. He uses his face to show this kind of like rhino horned guy would you say yes i love these horns yeah 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 the horn coming out of the bridge of the nose is so cool
1: which again using those horns like it not it doesn't seem like they're it's sort of grounded in you know sects or anything it's it's really just like whatever is the best for this specific character we're going to use those types of horns or wings and it's he's. He very much looks like a, a badass dude. I
0: I also think that the I don't know how intentional this is, but I I I find it I found, find myself I've been watching lately um, this all of Ken Burns documentaries are on Netflix, okay. which is amazing. But mm-hmm. I'm like looking at this kind of trying to frame, uh l- like in my mind the uh, like wreath, especially in the forests and with like the the dead children and stuff. Mm -hmm. um uh feel very uh vietnam-y almost especially the jungles and vines but then this cut here especially the outside of this prison feels very war on terror to me um yes and and kind of like walking in and interrogating this guy and i don't know how intentional uh that is but it's um, it's very
1: Guantanamo Bay It's yeah, very like exactly. like quickly thrown together uh POW camp
0: yeah exactly and I just I think that that's an interesting kind of aesthetic to keep track of and one that I haven't really mm-hmm. paid that much attention to but as we as we go through these war set pieces I'm gonna keep in mind kind of yeah different different historical wars that I think they draw from
1: yeah that's really interesting because it is a war book yeah <laughs> and but that is like the last thing that that comes to my mind (laughs) yeah so so yeah prince robot's asking about uh Alana and marco and he brings up the the reveal of the novel that alana was obsessed with uh a nighttime smoke by d oswald heist and it is also a suggested name of our
0: podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep uh but no one would know what the hell we were talking about
0: <laughs> unfortunately and also none of our thumbnails would ever be as sexy as this book cover is
1: yeah until we start doing the video version of this podcast. <laughs> um so yeah it is the cover of it is very danielle steel uh like it's a man made yeah. of rocks topless holding a woman with a very revealing i don't even know what that is bodice there we go Oops. uh and and it is it is just it seems like a, a a gas station like uh yeah just romance novel just smut
0: it just looks yep. like
1: smut yep uh and so, and it, it, yeah, and he seems to find it very important. And on this next page, do you, do you, do you notice anything significant about this next page, Noah?
0: Uh, the fact that it's it's nine panels, very watchman
1: esque. <laughs> yes, and this is now this is interesting. If you go back through everything leading up to this, we never hit above five panels, and suddenly we have this nine panel grid. And it's a very
0: it's a very symmetrical nine panels too. Like it's yeah. very it, it it feels very much like a like a cut back and forth
1: mm-hmm. uh, between yeah. their faces. Yeah, so it's a it's a conversation happening between these two as he's questioning the prisoner. And also, uh uh do you know what prisoner what prisoner number nine seven six three five seven two is a reference to?
0: Uh it's it's prisoner number nine seven six three
1: five nine nine, is it not? Oh wait, oh no no, no nine the, tri- that's, yeah, the, Marco's yeah. number. Uh, uh, do you know what that's a reference to? It,
0: I I'm not sure. Is that the is one?
1: No, that's uh that's uh Rick Deckard's uh, phone number in Blade Runner. Oh, that's fun. Uh yeah no I just made that up. Uh-huh. It, it means nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's what's the what's what's Jean Valjean's and Limiz?
1: Oh, I have no idea. No, I'm there's there's no scenario.
0: Two four six zero one is is Limiz. I just looked it up on the Google machine. Oh my gosh, you cheater! But I think what's really cool about this panel too is I love like the middle middle and bottom middle the echoes of mm-hmm. the head tilt. So like Prince yeah. Robot tilts his head as he's asking and uh it seems like he's kind of got this power of like uh li- like he's carrying the power in the conversation he got our friend rhino guy to kind of uh say something and rage up a little and mm-hmm. then and then the rhino guy turns it around <laughs> and laughs uh yeah. and brings up a battle and just says i remember how much of ass heads we bury that
1: day yeah uh yeah, and he's like had his head uh tilted in the other direction yeah, uh, very very uh subliminally symbolic, uh but yeah so so he he's not getting much out of this this rhino guy and so then uh I I absolutely love this uh Prince Robot's screen just turns to uh white noise just fuzz, uh and he flips the table. I also band.
0: I also love how sparingly Saga uses like uh like automata What's the comic word for when they do that? Like that's
1: uh I as far as uh, sound effects.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel I feel like there should be a term for it, but they use it sparingly, and when they do, mm-hmm. it becomes very powerful. Like that that static screen and that mm-hmm. seems so clear like you can picture that you can hear it right yeah
1: to the point that in in my like when i'm reading this uh which spoilers i will talk about later because this is my favorite moment in the comic uh when i'm reading this that sound continues throughout the next page in my head because we're still seeing that that uh that white fuzz on his uh on his screen uh But but they don't even need it. They just need it in that one that one panel.
0: And and that next page is made so cool because of the nine panel kind of exact layout of the first page, which is very static going back and forth. And then it's three Mm -hmm. big landscape panels that just show the action and cut forward in time a, a couple seconds each. So it feels very it feels like you've been sitting and kind of something's been brewing. And then suddenly there's the explosion and and it's not just in my mind, like it's not just the, the static you can hear. You can hear the Mm -hmm. tumbling of the table as he flips it. Like you can, you can hear the impact of the guy as he's punched back onto the wall.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, because of that, because of the confining those panels for the first time in the series and then cutting to that, 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 uh, that table flip panel feels bigger in my head than most of the splash pages because of that sort of perfect buildup, uh, which again shows that they are willing to break their own rules. So like to first of all, show that there are no real rules for this, uh, and also just if it is good for the story and also the fact that that table is again going into the gutters and escaping the panel, uh, and just it's the motion to this action and the impact of i love that we don't see the punch of him punching the guy in the i'm assuming the gut and uh we just have the impact like we have him bringing his fist back and then uh and then the guy slamming into the wall uh which again just creates so much more impact for that punch than just showing the punch ever could have the fact that he's flying across the room into the wall
0: yeah it's it's such a it it feels like like the interrogation scene in the dark knight or something like that right like exactly it it has that that like brutality Mm -hmm. to it
1: yeah 100 and
0: and and then we turn the page and this fucking badass rhino man like Mm -hmm. bleeding from the face just laughs and says humane (laughs) Ah, i want to i want a whole arc about this guy
1: yeah, and then, and then of course, we get classic. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been waiting for right here. Classic Lance Corporal McHenry here. <laughs> Sticks her head in. Says, what the heck are you doing? And I mentioned in the first episode where Prince Robot felt like the only character that we hadn't really seen, like we hadn't established everything he is to me as someone who knows him from the series. I feel like this is our first real glimpse of who he is as a character is is uh McHenry asks what the heck are you doing and him with a swirling void for a for a face on his screen says
0: that that echoes the barrel of his arm too
1: yeah pointed at our faces uh commencing my interview now be a deer and fuck the fuck off <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh that should that should be my that should
1: be my new sign off <laughs> fuck the <laughs> fuck off we should do that for every arc is like come up with a new <laughs> it depends on it depends on how many uh am i shitting shirts that we're gonna be coming here
0: because <laughs> we're all about the cash
1: all about it that's our that's our motto here um but, but
0: yeah that that whole panel everything about it the the circle looks angry somehow i don't know how but it does which i
1: think it's just a side view of a wave it might like it looks like it there's the foam of
0: i always i always took it as like it yeah it looks like like a whirlpool or some kind of like vortex or something yeah but I i this is what i like too is that again my favorite just the the face panels it's not explicitly something. Sometimes it's explicitly something. Other times it's mm-hmm. more implicit like a feeling. Yeah. Like it's not oh, always yeah, like, like oh he he wants to kill this guy. It's not mm-hmm. like a gun blowing someone's head off or something. It's just this abstract like swirling vortex of rage, right?
1: Yeah. I love it. He's so so yeah, we've 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 reached peak Prince Robot here already and we finally get that trans the The transformer but organic uh gun arm. Yeah just the best. And then what we move on to the next scene?
0: Yeah, yeah, we move on to
1: the most teenager body language I have ever (laughs) seen. Please, if uh, listener, if you can, if you can just, we're we're not gonna do this justice. If you can just, uh, open up your your issue and and find the pose that Isabel's doing here, it is, it is yeah, one of it is one of the best.
0: Her arms are dangling. Her head's like thrown to the side. Her back's kind of arched. She's floating she looks there,
1: so in pain by just having to go on a trip.
0: Yeah, she just she's such a such a teenager and and i love i love it
1: so much it's so good this so th- yeah. this
0: is something that i a, a recurring theme and i mentioned it in the first episode that i love about fiona stapler's not just facial expression she draws body language so well yeah and you can you can picture like almost like the movement of this levitating isabel kind of like lazily like Throwing herself like
1: yeah yeah, which again I just I think I think this is honestly this is just one of the best arguments for like not making this a TV show or a movie or anything, just because it's like it this is this is so good on its own and it so transcends comics and like it makes every that that realism in certain places and absurdity in others yeah just like walks that line perfectly and just it functions so amazingly and these two people are so good at their craft that it's just like it really feels like like yeah it would be cool to see these things in you know live action but in my head this is just live action because parts of it are so extremely realistic and like just the parts that matter are perfectly realistic yeah it's so dynamic
0: yeah, and and we get we get some more beautiful painting of, of emotions in the bottom right panel. Just the mm-hmm. after uh, Alana calls Isabel anonymous, we get her name. My name is Isabel, and she just looks so like desperately human
1: in that uh-huh. panel. Yes, and so so what's happening here is Alana is literally carrying a baby in one arm and on her back uh, Marco <laughs> up a mountain most badass yeah, woman alive. she just alive. looks like
0: like like a giant lump of limbs
1: and she's refusing to let Isabel bond to uh bond to Hazel because what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That's not a yeah. thing you just let a strange ghost do. Um uh but then we see that Hazel or that Isabel actually knows what how to take care of a kid by uh teaching Alana how to how to burp Hazel and uh alana's rela- like begrudging burp oh face I know. is so good and satisfying and so relatable to like every time i've ever done anything out of spite <laughs> and
0: the lap
1: <laughs> yep
0: <laughs> again you can just hear it it's it's so it's it's such a like this is what i love too is like you cut from this very intense interrogation scene to this uh-huh. kind of like comedy like uh, just like arguments and then just like the little the reluctance of that 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 stream of middle panels is just so hilarious
1: yes (laughs) especially
0: given how well we know alana now and how you you just know that she she hates this so
1: much right (laughs) oh it's so good uh and yeah so we established that Isabel was the oldest of seven kids she knows how to take care of a kid and if uh if uh if Alana just follows her to the shortcut through the mountain to get to the top then we'll get snow faster and all she has to do is is you know give her give her let her bond to the baby uh there's there's an important part first here though which i think
0: is really mm -hmm. really important actually first of all dude your husband is gonna die like her saying dude and the teenage clothes and just like i mean isabel's one of my favorite characters in the
1: entire series i love her yeah exactly (laughs) the the most relatable person in this is the half blown up alien ghost
0: (laughs) (laughs) but but i think the next panel is a really good way of setting up some of the rules of magic in this universe where Alana says, if he dies, I'll find a resurrection spell. And Isabel says, Uh there's no such thing. Trust me. Dead is dead and it blows. And, and that sets up the stakes for us. That sets the precedent that a character is not going to be brought back by a revival spell dead in this world is dead maybe you can be a ghost but you can't be brought back to life and the ghost thing seems pretty connected to this planet
1: yeah yeah and so so yeah we're we're not that anyone's gonna die in this series of course uh uh, yeah it's pretty tame in that regard yeah but, so, but yeah, I so, think- I, so I don't know what you're talking about significant. That's 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 uh, a that's, <laughs> it's filler. It's,
0: it's important to set up the stakes of this world. Yeah. And then we get again, just the motion of Isabel as she like floats backwards. You can take your chances in here. And then we turn mm-hmm. the page, I think. Do we turn the page?
1: Yes, we do. Um, and oh, my gosh. So we we are hit in the face with what I posit is peak saga. It does not get more saga than these two pages that we are looking at. Uh, and it is, first off, uh, the stock shooting behind her as she runs from a pack of giant alien warthogs. Exunt pursued by boars. Yep. And, and calls the will, uh, who, who is just sitting in a ship uh, eating Fruit Loops. <laughs> Topless, alien fruit loops. topless it's important to note too just, yeah
0: i i relate so much to the will in his apartment just like <laughs> mowing on some cereal <laughs> too lazy to put on a shirt and, and the, the he's yeah it says the call's coming in he says no way i'm never picking up for that bitch again and then we get the beautiful <laughs> sass of another one of my favorite characters
1: <laughs> Lion cat calling him out on his bullshit uh, and the is, look that he gives lying cat <laughs> yeah if you'll, you'll notice that there are it is so specific with what panels don't have dialogue like you know just like with the uh the crying and then the wap on the previous pages uh yeah the just the look like that if there was any dialogue in that bottom panel of him just staring back angrily at Lioncat, then it would not be funny. <laughs> and <laughs> and the fact that they just have no dialogue is such a funny beat. But I I I will argue. That you can just boil saga down to alternating between running from terrifying <laughs> a- alien boars and just sitting sitting topless eating some Fruit Loops are the two the two situations that everything in saga can fall under.
0: Yeah, ev- everything oscillates between those two.
1: Yep, and I I think you know there might there could be an argument for the third thing being uh sex, <laughs> and that is. <laughs> That those are the three states it's like the liquid gas and and solid of saga those are the three states saga can be in is alien boars fruit loops and sex and we got a new see we just got a new episode title <laughs> alien oh, boars
0: fruit loops and sex <laughs> and then and then we cut back to the amazing action of uh the stock Running away from these boars, leaping over stuff, as she's having mm-hmm. a conversation with presumably her ex-boyfriend.
1: Oh yeah, see this is this is some of the most revealing character stuff we've we get about the Will so far, who's been nothing but like a badass stereotype. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who we find out uh, is the reason he's so angry at the stock is because uh, the stock was uh, sleeping with people to to uh get get a job done get to her targets
0: yeah and as she says this she has one of her spider arms shooting behind her blowing the eye hole off of an alien <laughs> boar and the look on her face is just like as if she was like sitting on her couch having this conversation she's like oh my god you're not bringing this up again
1: uh, i love it i don't know if you've read uh <laughs> matt fractions hawkeye run but uh annie Wu does the an arc about uh kate bishop falling kate bishop in la and that is such annie Wu art that face and again like <laughs> second favorite artist behind fiona stables but i just i love that just like come the fuck on <laughs> face eight <laughs> eyes simultaneously rolling <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh it's so good so yeah she's he's refusing to come he wants her to, uh she wants him to come help and he's refusing because he's a baby about her sleeping with people uh which he, that's something you can't hold against people in saga because that's inevitable <laughs> and so he he just oh she gives she hangs one of up. the best she gives one of the best insults <laughs> which is oh fuck you you self-righteous piece of bald <laughs> that's it i love it and and
0: then and then i hope lion <laughs> cat takes a massive shit on your stupid cape cape tonight which is so good because it just takes like the two coolest things about the will and smashes them together in this scene of like mundanity <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah this is I, I love this dynamic between the stock and the will and uh, otp I, I I ship them, uh, and and the will continues his his quest towards Sextillion, the sex planet, which
0: we now see is the most neon fucking thing you've ever it's, seen.
1: Yeah, which that's just that looks like it's just an arrow pointing at Sextillion. Yeah,
0: it kind of looks and, like a giant blimp almost, or a big yeah. like
1: sign, like, like a bullet. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it it, it it's like one of those like. It, uh, 50 miles to Disney World signs, which, yeah, <laughs> a, a, with a lot um, of arrows pointing this
0: way, and then yeah. this continues the trend we talked about all the way back in last week's episode of way back one open on vignette of Alana and Marco, two short stories of robot and uh, yep. uh, Will, and then yep. we cut back to a longer longer finish of alana and marco
1: yep so so that is that is very interesting to me that they have they have continued the one robot one will all marco alana uh, structure for these issues so we'll keep an eye out when that that breaks up but so far it is it is doing wonders for the pacing because I, I i love it it's keeping it so fresh and it's never and it's such a also that's so effective in cutting away from the boring like the second it's that empire strikes back uh Uh, editing style of like the second something gets uh, uh, starts to slow down a little bit cut away to something else and get that like right in the middle of the action which again we get that right in the middle of the action with uh, with the stock uh, running from the boars and then the second that that's proved its purpose then we cut right back to the main story
0: and and then we get again you're absolutely right isabel is all of us the way she talks yep. the right this way ladies with like uh-huh. a, a little bit of sarcasm like she's just she she feels like she feels like the internet <laughs>
1: but Only like in, less a, toxic. In, in a somehow good way yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no she feels like the good parts of the internet but saying someone's like the internet is actually probably like the worst insult you can throw at
1: someone <laughs> other than she's you bald the, she's <laughs> the wholesome the wholesome uh memes subreddit Yeah, of.
0: exactly and <laughs> also wholesome is this these beautiful beautiful backgrounds you know
1: we've been so positive about this but i'm gonna put my foot down and be angry for a second fuck this for being so fucking gorgeous i am furious at how how just stupidly gorgeous these next three pages are they shouldn't be allowed to exist they ruin all other comics other (laughs) comics are worthless now uh it is just like every little thing. The uh, the part with them like standing near the boat on the second page, yeah, is, it just looks like something out of. It looks like those like classic like Sleeping Beauty concept arts from like old Disney films and stuff. It is just it, it, so that, that gorgeous. boat. That
0: boat always makes me think too of of uh, in in Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, mm. like the, oh, the yeah. boat, and like and just Dumbledore like
1: and, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and like, like it looks like, like so. So we should story wise for those of you who aren't reading or forget. There's mm-hmm. this big wall of what appears to be fire. Isabel mm-hmm. says, "No, you guys are all dumb. We're just good at making illusions to scare you guys." Mm-hmm. And we learn that she, her family was freedom fighters or terrorists. Depend what side depends what side you're on. Um, mm-hmm. That's a whole thing you can get into. Uh, <laughs> but basically that Isabel didn't really care to fight she was just a teenager um who stepped on a landmine which is just like such a raw painful moment delivered with such casualness
1: yeah yeah and so yeah and so we've th- this whole issue has been Isabel disarming us and fall like making us fall in love with her with like we're not sure about her, but she's the only ghost that's willing to stick around, and she clearly knows how to take care of Hazel. And we see her uh, sort of prove her worth here by uh, getting rid of this illu- uh, this illusory uh, wall of flames that is covering this uh, path to the boat to get them to the top of the mountain. And so, yeah, it's so so hey, uh, Isabel seems pretty dang trustworthy and you know we might be giving away too much with how much we clearly love isabel but yeah i i'm 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 crazy well
0: if they've read this issue they know that isabel bonds
1: yeah yeah so we get that the gorgeous sequence the the weird like the cinderella transformation of of isabel bonding to to hazel and it is so dang pretty uh, seriously i'm going to fucking press charges i'm so angry it's <laughs> not a lot it should not be this pretty it's not fair don't like it it's too nice uh <laughs> so we have we have the bonding the oh and we the voiceover meanwhile is talking about how i love this line rich kids get nannies but the rest of us have babysitters and then isabel was my first who was your first babysitter jonathan oh uh so it's it's it was it was it was I why can't I think of a joke here I have no I have no actual <laughs> answer I have no joke answer uh, Bethany prove me wrong prove it wasn't <laughs> someone named Bethany statistically that, it was a that Bethany. is that is
0: a top babysitter name
1: <laughs> <laughs> is um, it Brittany or a Bethany
0: but but yeah and yeah I honestly don't have much to say about this panel except that it's so beautiful and also like it this beautiful majestic moment. And Isabel's like,
1: sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, and then, so yeah, we, we, uh, they're bonded. We load Marco you... onto the boat.
0: Also, also, mm-hmm. I feel like we had a lot in the first, in the first episode, we need to stop and appreciate the moments of Alana Sass a bit more because call me ma'am again. <laughs> I find a way to kill you a second time. It's just
1: beautiful. <laughs> Uh, she's such a I'll, i'll save a lot of it for we'll you know eventually make a whole episode talking about her um between the arcs but i just want to appreciate how uh how underrepresented this specific character type is in any media where it's like she's not she's not like the smartest human alive she's not the most like lethally trained she's not like hyper sexualized but she is she's very sexual but she's not sexualized and i think
0: that's an important distinction because i think
1: yeah it is you
0: almost never see characters of any gender really that are this sexual but not this sexualized like like i think it's so so interesting
1: yeah. And so in it's it's just she is she is many women that I have known in my life but have never seen portrayed before and it is so cool to see that now. So I love her.
0: And She's the best. I agree. I and she just feels well this is another thing a whole all of all of the characters in this especially the the female characters feel like real women which is mm-hmm. unfortunately so many female characters don't
1: yeah, that's that's something that like I don't know I've I've seen so many uh, complaints about the upcoming uh, Captain Marvel movie where people talking about the voice her voice in that film and it is it is like it it is a vo- it is a woman's voice that yes. is not trying to be too badass and it's not like the born yesterday for an exotic thing and it's just like. It, 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 look at like where the other female representation is the bizarre accent that they eventually got rid of for uh scarlet witch and oh my god and uh and then you know pepper pots is just female tony stark and then uh uh black widow is well black widow and maria hill talk identically which is like secret agent talk of just yeah. like I'm going in for the kill and stuff like that. And Brie Larson's just like a normal person. She talks like a normal person. And I'm so pumped about that. And it bums me out whenever people keep complaining about it. Because it's like, thank you for just like, yeah, you can just... there. No one complains about like Mark Ruffalo just being a normal <laughs> dude there, and he's just like fucking Mark In fact, Ruffalo. People
0: celebrate Mark Ruffalo for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, here's just a dude that wandered into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and and like sometimes we put like a gorilla filter on his voice, but it's it's just like it, it, it's just she's just a normal lady with who's super badass, and I just. I love when people do that with representation because I just, I know how how much, it means a lot to me and it doesn't even apply to me. So I cannot imagine how much it means to people who can actually like physically relate to that. And so
0: it's the best. I'll also at this point interject and say, if anyone somehow listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast has issues with female representation or is one of these kinds of people. First of all, you're probably not going to enjoy this podcast, this podcast. No, yeah. No. Second of all, why are you reading saga? It's really <laughs> not up your alley. <laughs> uh,
1: and and well, third
0: of all, I'm just going to make this clear with, with probably my favorite Kurt Cobain quote. Now, um, mm-hmm. if you in any way hate homosexuals, people of a different color or woman, please do this one favor for us. Leave us the fuck alone. Don't come <laughs> to our shows and don't buy our records. And in the, it, I'll, I guess I'll replace that with don't listen to our podcast. But if you've gotten this far and you're going to you buy
1: our w- records, though.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> when we print these on beautiful vinyl and you can hear every every goddamn. <laughs> um. I get like three,
1: three <laughs> records for the first episode. What a fucking like. <laughs> Extravagant ass thing to do. I love it. <laughs> uh, so oh, yeah, that'd be great. That's that's my little
0: rant because you said Captain yes. Marvel and it got me thinking how fucking pissy everyone is about that. But yeah, yeah if if you don't like this shit, piss off. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, my uh, the my make stuff peeps know the deal already. How, my low tolerance for that. But hey, new people. Yeah, don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> and, a pre- and look at p- other people as humans. The end. <laughs> and so, anyways, to go back, we have oh, one more, one, one more, more moment. Reveal. So, so they put Marco onto the boat. Marco's starting to come into. He's he's murmuring in his unconsciousness or semi-consciousness, uh, saying, "Please tell my bride I loved her." And uh, and Alana says, "Marco, I'm right here." And he says. Please tell Gwendolyn I loved her so much and then we get the big final splash of the the horrified well well Isabel's horrified and staring at Alana for her reaction and Alana it looks like someone just like grabbed her ass at a bar and is about to destroy yeah. them <laughs> and says who the fuck is Gwendolyn and here's here's my question
0: have you ever seen a dolly zoom in comic form because that's what this is <laughs> uh yes totally <laughs> like even like yeah,
1: even down to the, like the the motion lines in the yeah, back
0: exactly and again that's another thing set up so well by like you said before like the the attention to detail in every background Mm -hmm. then suddenly you can add motion lines to something and like it honestly feels like a dolly zoom which is just so incredible to me
1: that's that's a very that's a very uh or manga uh yeah exactly that is so cool here and i love it especially since like yeah it's it's not especially like uh they don't have a character reveal like they've had for a lot of the the uh final splashes so far. It's just it's just purely a reaction shot, but it is it hits so heavy and also we've I'm I'm glad we are now officially into soap opera territory with this because it is one of my favorite aspects of this book is just what? There's the he has a bride named Gwendolyn. What's going on? It's so good. I love it to death. Yeah, and I think that's uh, the end of that issue that is the end of that issue uh what are your what are do you do we have any concluding thoughts on this issue other than it's
0: very good i'm gonna turn to my notes and this is what i wrote verbatim mm-hmm. the colors and shininess of it all
1: yep <laughs> so yes.
0: that's 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 my concluding thoughts <laughs>
1: that's very good that's that's a uh, that is very conclusive
0: i'll also just say i think that this this issue uh mm-hmm shows us one thing that we're really going to get more of where,
1: mm-hmm. h- which
0: is the human aspects. Like we, we've yeah. seen kind of l- l- like the introduction is kind of all of it. The second issue almost works as like a horror piece with some good human moments thrown in this issue. It's mm-hmm. like every one of these mythical figures, th- th- these these characters are going to be demythologized, right? Like the yeah. will is topless eaten cereal the (laughs) horrors the horrors and isabel is just this like ghost teenager who speaks Mm -hmm. in modern slang and stuff like that and and even like the stock is had a relationship with the will has these fights things like this this is what i love that this issue really sets up i'd say in my mind it's the biggest theme of the issue is demystifying characters and making these characters just like you and me yeah, Only to the
1: point with spider legs and eight eyes. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> the 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 point like or to the point that uh, the demystific- the demystification is part of Isabel's character arc in this. Like that is that is yes. what they're doing with that character. This whole issue, uh, and it's like the driving force of just making this character human. So it's it, it that like that arc from. Like her being uh, the horror, terrifying thing at the beginning of the issue uh, to to you just being in love with her by the end of it is just this microcosm of like every character arc in this.
0: And I think another really important theme that we're starting to get through that arc is mm-hmm. uh, how families grow. And yeah. uh, Isabel, we're, we're just starting to see it, but she's she's welcomed into this family and this unit of 3 suddenly becomes very literally because she is literally like soul bonded to Hazel it becomes mm-hmm. a unit of 4 and i think that's yeah. a really interesting theme that i want you guys to watch for as we keep reading is is how families grow and how this unit grows around these three people
1: yeah and and i think also just in terms of pacing this issue uh i love that they introduced this uh breath of fresh air that is isabel that like finally finally something that works out for these for these three uh that like can give them some support and they know that like you know you you pile all this bad stuff because this this series is gonna pile a bunch of bad stuff on you like a lot so much bad stuff so much bad stuff but it will always have it's gonna pile on just as much good stuff like consistently and it is it is such a roller coaster and yeah so i'm glad i'm glad we have isabel on board which actually oh so yeah really quick though uh favorite moment oh favorite moment is a hundred percent
0: when uh the will says i'm never picking up for that bitch again (laughs) the lying cat says lying (laughs) And Will just looks at the will just looks at him and it's like he's like too dejected to be angry like
1: <laughs> oh, I love I love their dynamic so much again it's just it it they've they've managed to I can't say it's worse or better or anything than Chewbacca and Han but it is just that yeah and it it's, is it's just t- as effective and just as lovable it's so it's good phenomenal Except that Lion Cat keeps gets to have like the very convenient plot device, which so many of the sci-fi things in this or fantasy things in this has, which is just weird abilities or magic that yeah. does nothing but incre- like uh, move the plot forward and move the character arcs forward. And I love it. I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this yet in this podcast, and this is going to be you really like saga? now that I point out, but I, I, I'd like to say I love it. <laughs> But I do. And yeah, as I mentioned, my favorite thing is that nine panel grid leading into that big explosion. And I I really feel like I feel like how that was in my head uh, was was like exactly what they wanted it to be in my head and again it was it was so much more than what was on the page it felt so much bigger than it was on the page it had these sounds and this motion that was not in those panels that was in my head and again it just totally transcended uh ink on paper and just became this sequence in my brain that was so impactful and so fun and so, yeah, I like that moment. Question time? Yeah, which you know, what if we have to? Because I know we both come up with questions sometimes. Uh, I really like my question for this. So, if we have to, we can do two questions. But, but see, this is see, something. I
0: mean, my qu- if we if we want to do two questions, my question would be would have been even better for the last episode, given. Given some of the things we talked about, but that's okay. We can stick it it's, on this one too. That
1: was a week ago, dude. <laughs> I know. It's like I held my go tongue back and for edit so it long. Because it's, it's it's gone now, man. Uh, so so my question for this one, because I'm I'm really interested in this, is up to this point for the people who have read further. Uh, forget those other issues. Up with these three issues, um, who is your favorite character? who has endeared themselves to you the most because i have there has been so much good character work already there prince robot the will lying cat the stock marco alana hazel isabel uh and uh you know you know what? i'm gonna go ahead lance and just corporal make a roll i'm gonna make a roll no lance corporal uh McHenry's because that's such a gimme and it's so obvious uh, and that's kind of spoiling it for the for the newcomers that don't know <laughs> how massive her arc is coming for so so yeah just I, I, I want to know uh, oh wait 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 hold on hold on hold on sorry 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 play that theme music though. Yeah, that's, I, I gave you a point for that. I said
0: question time, and that would be a, a slick transition for the question. But now yep. we're going to need to put it right here after oh, we've well, asked all the questions.
1: <laughs> Except I just played it right before you just started talking, so now you seem like a dumbass. And it was the perfect time for the theme music. Um, so that's, that's my question is, who's your favorite character up to this point? Uh, do you, what do you think you want to throw your question in there too?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw it in. We, we can actually throw it on the last episode too, maybe in post we'll see. But my question is, it's a pretty fun, simple one. Mm -hmm. If you were a freelancer, what would your name be?
1: Ooh, ooh, I love it. Uh, you know, and you know what, this is what I'm thinking right now is that those, we were talking about doing Q and A's, uh, on those in between episodes, but seeing how every one of these episodes are turning out to be like an hour long. We, we might want to just go over our answers to these questions during those in between episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. Uh, and then, you know, and then if, if anyone sends in a random question for those, we can answer that too. Uh, i don't mind going over like i don't mind those being a bit longer just because yeah they're they're not as common so yeah we'll we'll be talking about all these all these answers uh in those those uh between arc episodes so it's going to be what like episode five point is there six is there five six. or six 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 so it's gonna be episode so 6.5 we're five. halfway
0: we're halfway through we're wow we've
1: Look at us. Wow. We're halfway through the whole series. <laughs> um, what's that? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 looking at my notes here. It says uh it says a million issues. Oh. I guess. Okay. Well, uh, that's oh, that's different. Off by it, off by it, just a bit. Um send those send those questions to uh to oh, oh, comment below the video. That's the that's the easy way for you to do it. But if you want to be really involved, uh and you, and you want to keep it secret, Uh, because here's the here's the risk you're running if you comment below the video and then we don't answer it then everyone's like oh wow they didn't answer that question in the in the thing that that's a really bad question and i know that now uh (laughs) so if you want that if you want to if you want to hedge your bets a bit and send the question to us um then send it over to uh horns and wings pod at gmail.com uh and you know and if you want to just ask a question or whatever just send send a thank you do your stuff leave a review oh that's a thing that we should say hey leave oh, a review yeah. leave
0: a review yeah
1: on itunes and I, other
0: which places i was not listening at all to the things you just said i'm assuming you covered all our important bases because i was yeah. just flipping your head looking at what we've got in store for next
1: week and coming weeks and i gotta tell you i'm excited you know what? Just I've I only looked at the uh, the splash page and I and we're I'm I'm just pumped for that. And, and let me tell so you, you,
0: you might have heard us say that there's a lot of sex, but you've read three issues and you're like, I don't know. I haven't seen that much sex
1: yet. <laughs> oh, it's that issue, huh? <laughs> oh, it's that. issue. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 You're I'm in open. for a treat. Yep. 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 I'm This is, this is, we're just going to get demonetized. Next episode
0: is when, where, where the series goes from soft R to hard R. (laughs)
1: Ugh, I'm, I'm (laughs) horny, I'm horny for it already. (laughs) So, in the Uh, meantime, where where can people find you? Uh, to, to vent that horniness, uh, (laughs) they can head on over to, uh, at Jonathan Oscar on Twitter Uh, j-o-h-n-a-t-h-o-n-o-s-c-a-r or check out Make Stuff on YouTube youtube.com slash Make Stuff Studios and and you know what Uh, go ahead and check out the Make Stuff Instagram too I think it's 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 Make Stuff Studios on there might be go make stuff who knows find it but yeah we've been posting some cool stuff on there check that out how about you well if you want to find me you can go check out watch polyphonic on Twitter
0: I'm also on Facebook and Insta, but honestly Twitter's the best place if you wanna talk to me. If you wanna chit chat, have mm-hmm. a little fireside chit-chat with some cognac. Um <laughs> I hate cognac. It
1: I just taste like oil. My my uh Haley, uh, our 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 semi-producer on this producer thing. Haley. It, yeah, it, if, producer yeah Haley. if we're
0: if we're a podcast and we have a producer, we need to call their name producer yeah, and then their name that's what Haley. you do on a podcast or engine
1: you know what i like engineer Haley though engineer Haley. Ooh, Ooh that's that's like a train um chugga so- chugga <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, so uh no she i i was like hey i think it was, it was for her birthday was recently and i was like hey hey get get whatever get whatever booze you want let's go get whatever booze you want this is part of your birthday present and she gets cognac and why I, because she's never had it and I'd never had it and then I was like why have I had this now um no it, it is like a it's like wine meets whiskey times 100 um and what really just a fun cognac fact really quick they have these things that are like XO VS uh that are like the different types of cognac and they stand for XO stands for extra old and uh VS stands for very special. <laughs> <laughs> so don't buy into that fancy shit with XO and VS and stuff. It's they they're just throwing shit on there to make it look fancy. Uh but yeah, send us so- some of that XO cognac to our P.O. Box over at P.O. Box. <laughs> I was about to make up a number, but I don't want to actually not get the cognac that you're gonna send us. <laughs>
0: So anyways, back on to what I was plugging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't need that. Bye. Uh, no, ch- <laughs> check out my YouTube channel at yes. youtube.com slash C polyphonic, I think. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, if you're if you're watching this, if you're listening to this,
1: mm-hmm. you're watching it miraculously
0: like space and know what a great mm-hmm. song about space is fucking rocket man so go over to my channel and you'll be able to see a video about elton john's rocket man and honestly it's pretty cool
1: well you know what it's a bummer because since we're taping this in advance for me uh it's going to be a long, long time <laughs> I get that Rocket Man video. I'm pumped for that one. Uh, so, yeah. Go check that out. Thank you for to Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples, Phonographics, Image Comics for making the best comic book uh, that any alien dead half ghost could wish for you're the best uh and the most important question we've asked a lot of questions on this podcast but i think we can all agree the most important question of all is what am i shitting am i shitting bye